COD, it's like KOB inside MSG. So, like we top seed, old school's top speed. Pimp slap left hand, is that hoe gon' bang? Is your bitch gon' gang? Is your nuts on swang? That's pinning who they attached to. Pistachios and bag moves. Took my head up out my moon to be the sun and hooping glass shoes. Cash, back up on that ass. Season don't some off that gas too. Coming no one in Jack Kamikaze. Bloody battered and bruised. Adrian life been rocky. Third act of my saga struggle didn't break me or stop me. Dressing like I like my hair real drippy and sloppy. Draped up and dripped out. Put my money where I be talking about. About to move to H Town and motherfucking burn it down. Henry tried not Obot. Optimate Prime. I'ma still be in that to the day that I die. Whole loaf is straight out of nowhere. You know how we do straight out there, bit third coaster. Hold up. I put the car before the horse i'm going to do something that you let make a nigga horse ski ski yee yee talk to the people my nigga p it's your boy p henry trotter the fourth aka home run trot aka casino p aka frederick underscore thugless aka home run trot A.K.A. Quinn with the pen and with the lens. A.K.A. Chef Boy R.P. A.K.A. This ain't one of them, but it's a Spike P joint. Not this week. Y'all already know. This your nigga day. I'm a hijack head nickname and tell you about the big fame because even in the small picture, you don't want to lose sight of the big frame. Damilinius Cabeza, A.K.A. Give me some headline of big name. Give him some more nickname, P. A.K.A. Mock Tube. Mock A.K.A. Tube. Your grandma's favorite house guest because that boy got man. A shout out to my boy, Chief Neef, for, for pointing that one out. Uh, he really enjoyed that one. So I got to make sure I put it in the episode for, for the big homie. A.K.A. Silvery uh, ain't dead. It's just kept alive in the real players instead. A.K.A. my nigga Falho Fred. I'm going to say that again. My nigga Pete, A.K.A. your grandma's favorite house guest, A.K.A. Chivalry Ain't Dead. It just kept alive inside of the real players instead. Shout out to my nigga Fred. This your nigga C.O.D. the Cater Boy Music, A.K.A. Big Tabby, A.K.A. Tabula Raza, the philosopher, A.K.A. Fuck anybody who don't already know the name, but give a fuck if you knew the name, because I've been to G-O-A-T, and it's a catalog of music to be released, not a discussion to be had, so excuse me if I walk around like I'm this shit, while also being a little bit sad. You know what I'm talking about? They give me some headline, episode 43, and I'm excited to see what the name of that motherfucker is. To, if y'all uh, been rocking with a week to week, week to week, y'all know last week was some booty cheeks, and... I was looking for a reason to beef. And when I seen the episode 42 was named 42, I said, this lazy punk motherfucker. It took me a slick five hours before I realized he had named that motherfucker. So when I tell you, every single episode has delighted me in one way or another. This show just surprised me and delighted me. So I hope even in the crazy ones, um, you guys get a little bit of enjoyment, man, because 42 was prophetic in it being a transitional point, but with great struggle comes great achievement. With being built for the struggle that you will face comes great bereavement. 
you don't get to skip that shit just because you built for it. You know what I'm saying? But when you went through enough, you know that you prepare for what you're about to encounter. You feel what I'm saying? And when you went through the type of shit that we went through, you know how to treat certain things and certain things aren't struggles. You feel what I'm saying? So me and my nigga going hard and we building this shit out the muscle, man. But before I ever get too far in, y'all already know that nigga COD coming for the nigga. And then right here in the kickoff segment and every week, what that thing called, P? That shit, the flight deck, which is hilarious because that plane just landed behind you. <laughs> like that, baby. Y'all already know what it is, kids. And we gonna kick that thing out. Oh, I've been watching it. Yeah. Welcome to the flight deck, people. I gotta find a way to get this money by tomorrow. Huh? I gotta find a way to get this. Huh? I gotta find a way to get this money by tomorrow. <laughs> But I think that's one of my favorite ones going around on TikTok right now. And you think that baby was cast in the movie. Can I run that back? That's hilarious. I got to find a way to get this money by tomorrow. I got to find a way to get this. I got to find a way to get this money by tomorrow. (laughs) <laughs> that baby the main character they also twins like that baby as soon as that paying his mama that baby look just like your mama <laughs> they like it mama cuz <laughs> hey the one thing I can't figure out is how to change what it look like when I'm sharing the screen cuz okay now we big as shit you feeling that right there it didn't change can you see me, that I appreciate it okay you ugly though I'm fucking with you. Hold up. I'm, I'm, I'm using my thigh as my keyboard today. It's Struggle Bus City over here. Right in the keister, bro. Right in the keister. He said, kick it right. That <laughs> <laughs> nigga look like he fit it too. You see how he holding it back? Huh? <laughs> and he said, ah! <laughs> ah, kick him all right, fool. It took me so long to figure out what he said. I had to go to the comments, G. I said, what the fuck that nigga say? Ah, kick him all right, fool. Uh, hey, <laughs> I fuck with homie, cuz. He funny as shit. Yeah, he is. Peep this shit out, bro. It music and everything. If you listen to life, it's so much art. Yeah. Mm.
She a genius, by the way. Hey, she she a low key genius for that. <laughs> Shouts out the quarters with two S's on tickety tackety. You uh you entertained it if fuck. You you gotta follow yeah. off of that one. I want to see what else you're up to. And uh, <laughs> you got some more dope shit. You gonna be featured on Give Me Some Headlines Flight Day Season Two. You already know what it do. Creators everywhere, be well. We gonna put a spotlight on you. Wow. Square bitty. <laughs> also, the Migos just make me happy. G. The Migos just fucking make me happy, bro. In every way, them niggas entertaining and just great. And this is just some IG greatness from Quavo Huncho, man. First yeah, of all, the photo really fantastic. The photo yeah. fantastic. You feel what I'm saying? They try that. They clean it for. They had a beautiful fucking scenery. They living. My nigga got on some sneaks that look like chunkletters. My nigga take always being take. He laid back and fuck, but look like he the most turnt somehow. Fantastic. And then Quavo, QB QB Quavo. You, you point guard Quavo just. That'd be Ice Tray Quay. I don't give a fuck. Just fantastic. You understand me? Much love to Quavo. And the shit just say straight up Narcos. Go watch that shit on Vivo. And if you ain't watched it on Vivo, go watch it because it's fantastic. And if you was watching Narcos on Netflix at the time, you understand why them niggas felt like they had to do something that, that, that cemented that moment in time and for me music do that with everything so i'll always attach narcos to series to the song because i had only ever watched any of it at my partner's crib and i've seen the whole series of narcos somehow that's how big it was in the culture it was tiger king before tiger king for hood niggas you understand what i'm saying and madonna pop out of nowhere in the comment section that's my house in miami what are you doing there one word answer what quavo tell a p <laughs> trapping <laughs> you already know the fuck we do it just like me and you I know I also love Norm McDonald man he be fucking he with it bro he be he be fucking with a co-host and I know you feel me cause I be fucking with you constantly people get down G to tell you that. Well, you keep, you tell me that all day how, how I'm just like all the, the you know gay people. Gay people are the same as, as everybody. No, you mean no. you always tell me specifically how I, I you're just maybe you're just I think you're just calling me gay. It's one of the It's two. not an insult. He no, it's an insult. No, no, I didn't mean it. Why would being gay be an insult? No. I love gay people. Yeah, I know. I think that's the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Rest his time, Yo, rest in peace. His time is one so perfect. <laughs> no, okay, people are the same as, as everybody. No, you mean no. you always tell me specifically how I'm. I, you're just maybe you're just. I think you're just calling me gay. It's one of the. It's two. not an insult. He no, it's an insult. No, no, I didn't mean it. Why would being gay be an insult? No, I love gay people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think that's the end of the show. <laughs> Yo, I just got these breaks. You know, I'm a big fan of Black Boy Joy, and I don't care how old they are. 
But just black folks in general, man. BGM, black girl, magic, black boy, joy. This shit bring me happiness, man. And this nigga right here was just beaming. And I was like, this ain't even super funny, but I need as many people as possible to feel the energy my nigga putting out. Can I let it run? Do you think? You gonna feel this shit, P. It's off. And you ain't gonna, you can't tell me nothing. Like, I feel like I need to switch up my last. Yo, I just got these braces off. And you ain't gonna, you can't tell me nothing. Like, I feel like I need to switch up my laugh or something. <laughs> Bro, that nigga wild. <laughs> if y'all want to go enjoy that brother, beautiful smile, he had uh, oh, Roderick's World. Roderick's.world. R-O-D-E-R-I-C-K-S dot world. Oh, TikTok, man. I already know if the nigga funny. That's the only video I've seen, but he he's spreading joy and I'm about that, bro. That nigga wild. And I'm sure that video about to have wild ass stuff using that sound of people going, I just got these braces off and smiling at the camera and then mimicking that laugh. I could only imagine the videos is about to pop off of that motherfucker. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. That's going to be a and good time. As a uh, suffix, uh, as a suffixed Rick or Eric, um, that name can also be pronounced Roderick's World. <laughs> it has come to my TikTok. A lot of the time, people will make videos in the comment section as a response to comments and it's a good ass rabbit hole you could go down and it's pretty funny and on this one video of a waffle house worker saying something fairly intelligent someone said no way y'all work at a waffle house y'all have all y'all teeth and this very intelligent young woman responded with this video attention that y'all think i have oh look oh <laughs> Coming from that smile, we had to go into another smile video. <laughs> it has come to my attention that y'all think I have on my teeth. <laughs> I don't. I fit right in. Oh, when I tell you, I love people with good energy, bro. I'm telling you, swear that. Stupid swag. It has come to my attention that y'all think I have on my teeth. <laughs> I don't. I fit right in. You understand me? Bro, you'll tell you what that shit immediately made me think about, G. You remember that video of all them beautiful melanated women in the room together and one of them that looked like Venom reach over and snatch a bitch eyelash off? No. And start giggling and cackling. You didn't see that video? No. It's a bunch of beautiful women dressed up amazing and one of them reach over and snatch her eyelash off and then go <sighs> like she didn't know it would happen if she grabbed it and ripped it. Oh. I know exactly what you talk about. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
Uh, that hater shit. Right. This video made me think about how much love is between them two friends. Cause her pop not laughing and hyping it up. She like pop that bitch out. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's love. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how you supposed to be with your partner, man. That hater shit weak. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> and I bet you when they out and about and somebody tell her partner, "Oh, you have a beautiful smile," she don't run up and go, "That bitch is missing a front tooth." You feel what I'm saying? That's some yeah. sucker shit. Yeah. That's love what just happened though, man. That's that shit will pop it though. Yeah, I mean, we gonna keep it going though. Come on, phone like what's the sweat? A nigga come up. You know, it's a bit rather videos of niggas. This for the audio audience. It's say like, what you would do if a motherfucker slap your girl ass. That is a big diesel looking motherfucker. Yeah, say if you own the intranet audio, you 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 understand what the the audio was. But for the people who don't, the layman. Yeah, I mean, there you go. Phone like what's the sweat? Give me the sweat. Nah, baby, which one was it? Which one? it was him right here? Hey, what's up with you, homeboy? What up, fool? Hey, yeah, what's that right there? What's what? This. Make it, 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 make it. I just enjoy, bro, man. Tell them what that name is, so I don't fuck it up. Maybe me fucking the names up is a flight deck staple. Let me try it first. I'm gonna just guess it. I ain't even gonna read it twice. Lot the dead man. What you got? Load the dead, dead man. man. Fuck! I got it on the second time. Load the dead man. L O T H A dead man on TikTok. Fuck you, P. We gonna keep it piping. Fuckers gotta know about Jada the ROC. Straight up, you know what I'm saying. First of all, I spin more rhymes than a lazy Susan, and I'm innocent until my guilt is proven. Peace. Represent Sunnyvale. Straight the fuck up. Hey, Trailer Park Boys for life, man. I just had to drop that clip. And Perhaps keep it the pushing. only downside of watching the last two clips. Is how we like to end the flight deck and they discussion topics. You understand me? And this one right here is a tweak to the NBA, man. And I'm gonna just let you rift on this rule change after you hear this proposed change. And it's something that's supposed to stop complaining and whining in the NBA. Shouts out to my dog Boo, who was our sports correspondent season one. Y'all might have seen him on uh, episode five and and uh yeah. But shout out to my brother, I love you. And he send me videos of people being soft as fuck constantly. So he he'd enjoy this. I sent him this and he was highly, highly pleased with the idea. You tell me what you think though. The NBA is noticing how much the players complain to the ref. True. I think this is something that can be fixed. Genius. I came up with a foolproof plan to completely eliminate any sort of flopping or whining to the refs during NBA games. And this off Richard Jefferson TikTok. He funny as shit, man. His shit is R Jeff 24. Like half of his videos is him just uh what you call it blind reacting to shit people done added him in of him getting made fun of. Like I followed him after a video of this nigga who always do videos of saying, What? You telling me such and such can't get got? I hate to do it to him. And then it was like 30 seconds of Richard Jefferson getting boomed on because he was the person who somebody said couldn't get got. And then it's just, and he was like, oh, and it cut to him. And he said, and before y'all say that was old Richard Jefferson, let me show you him on the nets. Amari Stoudemire, boom! And then Richard Jefferson just going, what is wrong with y'all? Like, it's just a good time, man. He, he got a good sense of humor about himself. But yeah, man, I'm going to run the footy, though. That was just my little plug for RJ Follow, man. Fuck that nigga, though. I want to see what you guys think. Listen. Now, you're probably thinking, oh, let's just find the players. That That's comical. That's a terrible idea. 
in my plan, the first step is to have Charmin, like the toilet paper company, sign a contract with the NBA. Because whatever I'm doing in this plan, it needs to be legal. Smart. So basically, what's going to happen is that after every NBA game, there will be a Charmin Ultrasoft player of the game. Genius. This would go to the player who's like... Is it not? That's... What? The most or flops a lot. So Draymond would get a couple of those. But by the end of the year, if Draymond Green has the most Charmin Ultrasoft player of the games, he'll be the Charmin Ultrasoft player of the year. Why not I think so of this? So, of course, Dre would get his trophy, but he also has to be the spokesperson for Charmin Ultrasoft for the entire next season. I mean, it's just a thought, but I don't think we'd see anyone complain ever again. Nope. You know, hood niggas would call him the softest nigga in the NBA. He wouldn't yeah. be the Charmin Ultrasoft player right. of the NBA. M- He'd be the softest nigga in the NBA. Yeah. Big Charmin. They call him Big Charmin. <laughs> yeah. How you feel about it, man? Get your rant they, on they, and we'll move they, on. They'll tell his ad, they'll tell his ad, boy, you soft as shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. No, nobody want to be called soft, bro. Like, there's a whole movie scene about being called soft when two niggas went at it because some motherfucker called another nigga soft. And life Eddie Murphy called Martin soft and he called him soft with a capital T and he punched that man in the mouth. Ain't no black man trying to be called soft. So a I think banker, I, a banker up them uh, nuts uh, on a criminal. Up them nuts. <laughs> 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 hey, he went at he, Eddie, he went at Eddie Murphy whole mouth. He said, man, ain't nobody, I ain't, ain't gonna let nobody call me soft club. <laughs> uh, Ray, don't nobody call me soft. And he, yeah, he took that man T by his mouth for calling them soft. So, don't nobody in the NBA want to be known as, yeah, Charmin, Charmin, get you, and Charmin, just go get your money. Like, Charmin, go get your money. Like, people, all the people who call NBA players soft, they gonna, if they use Angel Soft, like, or whoever, whoever got that, the softest, whoever think they got the softest toilet paper, go get your money. Like, reach out to the NBA. That kid gave you a billion dollar idea. Because all these folks who think that NBA players soft and they always complain that they will switch brands if they're not already using it. Yo, so, yeah. imagine, imagine if they'd have had that idea during the bubble when everybody was running out of toilet paper. That shit would have went through the roof. That kid a genius. Toilet paper would have been (laughs) (laughs) $3,700. Niggas would have been wearing Charmin on their necklace, you heard me? (laughs) Running around using that shit as body arm and like colliding against each other because they didn't know what to do with all their butt paper when it was restocked. They was like, oh, I guess we crazy that motherfucker. Because that kid kid opening them up to it's going to turn into popular culture and it's going to hit rap and you don't want to be the first, the inaugural soft nigga in the league. Like, oh, so every man, nigga using you in a bar. The album of the year, you go have a ball on it. Whoever win it, because everybody tagging you. Fabulous can't wait. Dog, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. That, yeah, get that man his roses, man. That look, yeah, that guy. That guy got him one. He got him a great idea. He ain't going to see no money from it, probably, but. We know where it came from. Yeah, squared up. Shout and this second one, man. Uh, 
You know, I like to get my tabular risers in, and with this format, I've been having a hard time folding it in, so I wanted to sneak it in here. Just check this out, man, then I'm going to speak on it and get your thoughts. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Let's just call it eight. Half of eight math majors is four. Four, let's find the middle. Here we go. Ready? One, two, three, four. All right, stay right there. Feet a little shorter with the part. Scoop this way just a little bit. Then move this. Everybody agree that he's bigger than I am? Yeah, okay. So, <coughs> so fist up, fist up. Oh shit, he's bigger than I thought. Fist up, come on, fist up. Okay. God damn it. All right, okay, stop right there. Don't move. Do not move. Let's give Mike a little bit of appreciation. Did I ever explain the rules? No. This, if you can get this about understanding the dynamics of people, this changes organizations. When I, when Mike and I were walking together, did he ever resist? No. no. Not one time. He might have been saying to himself, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> but he never resisted because he felt like we were walking wet. Yeah. Yeah. Immediately, when I started pushing, what did he do? Did yeah. I have to tell him to? No. no. Physically or mentally, when people feel that we are pushing on them, we don't even have to tell them. You don't even have to make this up. Instinct will say they will what? Push back. Push back. And so if I'm not creating or we're not creating a shared experience through this whole thing, you are going to have those headwinds and those roadblocks that allow you to continuously run in. Come here for a second. Come here. But just stop it right there and share with you, my brother, that I will once again reiterate that I will not let you go back on what you shared. But I told you. I start with growth by saying this is my fault and then looking at what I could do. And the journey through introspection led me to search for different things. And when I find this. I think about the very simple fact of the countless things that I am asking you to walk with me on. And you lock motherfucking step. And I think about what it must have felt like to feel that pushback. And I will simply accept all of the ripple effects, man to man. I fucking love you, G. And we headed toward great things. And a great part of the ripple effect of this rock being dropped into the pond that the third is building will be me learning that lesson and respecting how much motherfucking positive energy and blessings I have on the other end of this motherfucking hosting gig and respecting that we are walking together. Point blank period. I tossed it to you on that to end the flight deck, OG. Nah, that was cold-blooded. Because uh, I didn't know where the hell it was fucking going until they started. I, I kind of had an idea. But ain't, ain't that how it does, though, need? Yeah, that was yeah, that was cold. Like, that was cold. Like, to see and like to hear the, the psychological explanation of, because it put things into perspective, even for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, nobody's perfect. And you understand that, damn. Like that, that makes, it makes sense. So 
No, nah, I appreciate it. been on our ass about copyright infringement. I ain't going to drop that J. Cole in right there, but just imagine J. Cole dropped in when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> they been on our ass about that copyright. And then had they not, G. Feel free to respond. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, Whatever, nigga. Can I do you a favor? You a dick. I left him speechless, y'all. He don't even know how to transition, man. Can I do you a favor? You gonna give me some headlines? That's exactly what I'm gonna do. Hey, yeah, man. And uh, you know how we like to do? We like to have these bitches segmented. So did we? We gonna start with sports stories, man. And uh, these stories are just so I can talk about the people involved. We're going to start with a chunky suit future in Dorsey because, you know, they like to go with O-linemen and NFL East quarterbacks. Pelicans eyeing number one particular starter pair with Zion Williamson. He just, he just looked like he eat a lot of chunky suit. 2022 Lakers trade rumors tracker. Brooklyn Nets star James Harden progressing through right hand strain, questionable for Tuesday. Order on the court should Russell Westbrook angle for a spot on the Knicks roster. Sports Illustrated, ESPN, Silver Screen and Roll, and uh, Larry Brown Sports in reverse order of who uh, gave them articles. That's uh, and I want to talk about each one of them for a reason that don't have shit to do with the story. So what you got? What you got interested? Yeah, let's talk about Westbrook. Can I shoot a shot at heavy hitter? Uh, big dog Zion. Yeah, man. Can I shoot a quick shot? The world may be letting your big ass slide, big homie, but I'm not going to let everybody forget that you was taking number one over the nigga who in MVP contention in Memphis. Shouts out to Ja Morant, the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. I'm not going to let everybody forget that you ain't played but 17 games and New Orleans could have had you and Anthony Davis. I'm not going to let people forget that shit. Like, imagine Ja Morant and Anthony Davis in New Orleans. God damn, homie. Even with AD being a little bitch and getting hurt and all that shit. Imagine that one-two punch if he stay down and ride it out. He he still would be on his way to only having potentially one championship because it'd be him and Ja right fucking now. The Ja we getting right now with AD healthy going into the playoffs. They'd go get him one this year. This would be the year because Brown would have went ahead and got him one. Anyway, because he'd have got a different start if he didn't get AD. You feel me? He'd have yeah. worked it out. Yeah. But yeah, to, yeah, to think of what Ja and AD could have been, I ain't going to let Zion sneak past as the number one overall pick. I'm watching you. You better goddamn get into MVP contention. Oh, I'm going to talk about it. We're going to get your ass a headline. Uh, 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 Shouts out to Russell Westbrook, man. Uh, SI's Chris Mannix. <laughs> And Howard Beck discuss Russell Westbrook's future and whether or not he fit in with the New York Knicks. This story right here is by Sports Illustrated. Shouts out to DM. SI's Chris Mannix and Howard Beck discuss Russell Westbrook's future and whether or not he fit in with the New York Knicks. Oh, hell no. Nah. That's the only thing they gave for free. They wild and G. 
tell me something then load. I'm going to click on that story again. They didn't play me like that. Oh, that shit a video. They, uh... Hold on, hold on. It's a video. Let me play the audio. <laughs> Chris, as usual, you make a compelling argument. But if I you can't hear that shit, Kay. I can't. Yeah. As usual, you make a compelling argument is what I heard buddy say. Okay. Order on the court. I'm Chris Maddox. He's Howard Beck. And this is my opening argument. Howard, I am here to argue for something that as recently as maybe six months ago, I never, ever would have. And that would be for the New York Knicks to go out and acquire Russell Westbrook. We know by now, more than half a season in, that the Westbrook experiment is not working in Los Angeles. He is just too inefficient to make him trustworthy for that team to succeed in the playoffs. Now, the New York Knicks, they don't need a player inefficient either, but they need something to happen to that team right now. They are in a free fall. Julius Randle has been a fraction of the player he was last year. R.J. Barrett's numbers are down. Derrick Rose is still out of the lineup. They need an injection. Man, it's just the Knicks being the Knicks. Somebody up and they think they got a shot. That video right. is seven minutes long. I'm going to toss it to you, my guy. How you feel about that nonsense? Yeah, I, I, It's just that nonsense. What is he talking about? Like, what? how would that – let's take an inefficient player and throw him with more inefficient players, and let's see how inefficient the but Knicks in New can York, be with though. a bunch of – It, it ain't working in L.A., but maybe in New York, in a big well, market. Maybe, maybe, maybe in New York. And I feel like that – like, for that city to be what it is, they are inept at doing anything correctly because – the emergence of Julius Randle last season is the only reason that they will even halfway relevant. And he galvanized that team and put, and they, they people realize like that shit hard to do year after year after year. And the players who do it are usually the same people because they just dedicated to this fucking game and they have an immense skill level. Julius Randle played bully ball last year and he was great. That shit takes a horrible toll on your body and they have to get your team through that shit for another 82 games and then take that like because they had a playoff run like well it was very it was cut like short a running back when he passed 400 touches in a season yeah like that shit is hard to fucking do man and Atlanta matched matched up like when you get in the series that shit is really hard especially with the young guns that Atlanta got I don't know who this person is or what the hell they talking about that ain't the man, answer they talking back and New York really ain't got no answers, man. Like they gonna they gonna stink forever. Like they not gonna be good for the foreseeable future because they gonna have to. Niggas really trying man. to beef with New Yorkers, man. So I'm gonna beef with them, man. If my nigga, I told you we locked step, cause fuck New York, cause we only talk about the Knicks, cause as far as the Knicks fans, feel free to come here for all your Knicks slander. And shouts yeah, out to bro. Jamie Foxx. New York could kill you. You wanna move to New York with Patrick Ewan and the old ass Knicks? Since '90s, y'all been whack, been wiggity whack, bro. Like y'all best player was a seven foot chunk. Like, I'd be damned if y'all get hot with stealing from us, even if it's a one man's trash is another man's treasure. Y'all can't have them because even with us, 
he gotta be better because y'all stink it up. Yeah, I mean, can we can yeah, we keep it is. kicking on them chunks? <laughs> Go ahead, man. Yes, oh, sir. Last thought oh, I yeah. tossed it to you <laughs> on to speak on. Should the Lakers just keep my boy or not? Should they trade him? And if they gonna trade him, who who you want, G? Um, I don't think the I mean, if if you trade him at this point, people look at it like y'all trying to get rid of a bad asset. So what you gonna get back for him for real? Um, I believe Russ is a great asset, man. And I like I, I don't know why. Maybe you can get Buddy Hill. They're not gonna get Buddy Hill, man. Because like they like what what do you want to get in return? They'll be swallowing like, your pride. Note? You get Russ. They didn't have to give up first round picks and all that shit to get Russ. Russ not a bad asset, man. He just he don't work a, as a third star. He's not a bad asset, but what you taking away from I think Buddy we can win the championship with that nigga, man. Well, Russ, I think you, I think they can. People are always trying to figure shit out instead of just fucking hooping. They got hoopers on their squad. And them niggas can out-hoop niggas when it's a seven-game series. Toss the rock up. It's us versus y'all. Nigga, Melo, Braun, AD. Fuck Russ being there. You know what I'm saying? That right. shit over with. Braun went to eight straight finals with his big man being Joel Anthony. Fucking Zildrunas Ilgowskis. Fucking, fucking Udonis Haslam. His power forward is Anthony Davis. And who is center again? Refresh my memory. Is Dwight Howard not back in the fucking building? He is. Come the fuck on, man. Like, this LeBron James. Dwight Howard at 50 gonna be better than Joy Anthony in any era. Y'all telling me that man ain't making the finals? Y'all niggas sleep. And he got a scoring champ season that we predicted here. Give me some headlines. Last year in the summer, after a playoff flame out, he was in a play-in game. And we had give me some headline predicted that shit. Did we not, P? That's what happened. That's what happened. Heard it here first. And if you tune in, that's going to be true for a lot of things. You heard me? And we gonna keep it popping, man. Cause we work shit out, man. And if you know what's going on, y'all already know what a nigga talking about, man. We hit y'all with a little bit of Groundhog's Day back to back, man. But before we put the cart before the hoy, man, we gonna drop down on y'all niggas and show y'all nigga what a nigga do after the divorce, man. Hundred pounds, a hundred hole. What it do? Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> Back then, who, who the, the fuck, fuck is he? he? Goddamn, God to me damn. it look like COD. I ain't tripping, I done found a winner circle. circle. I've been dipping in it, purple to be the body catching murder. murder. Hold, Hold up. up, hey, you know I'm riding with my nigga P. Hakeem Olajuwon, these nigga couldn't shake the dream. I got the fluid in me, DNA my hood Come in me. Know it going good in me, the engine that good in me. Hold up, yeah, this your boy P. A.K.A. Sneeze, A.K.A. Henry Trotter the Fourth, A.K.A. Home Run Trot, A.K.A. You Casino P. Yeah, nigga, don't gamble with your life. Goddamn, boy, you fresh up off a movie roll. Caught another case, a nigga had to lay low. Okay. Had the brain saying, fuck it, when it locked the, the floor. Lost a hundred 
pounds and came back with like 30 hoes. Hold up, party, toga, roll up. Cushion cookies in the same blunt, toga. Ain't asking for shit, sit down at the table, tell me who gon' take the dog plate. Fuck around and eat your face. Don't I look hungry? Bit my ribs touching. Try to say, giddy nigga that work and lead, no discussion. Fuck it, I'ma flip it. Went from sinning in the kitchen, moved her out the trunk. Now little bitch out here talking big business. I'm a menace to society. Bout to fuck up all this shit. Windows to the wall and shit. Clips and speakers, molly bitch. I can't hear a sound, but if I see your bitch, I'm dumping. Dookie on the just waiting on y'all to fuck her. He like city legging. I got the scheme with me Ask me how I took over the world I'ma blame my city Bad little Dominican always with me She don't act for nothing Be like David, that's your new bitch Nah, we just fucking Goddamn, boy, he fresh up off a movie roll Caught another case, a nigga had to lay low Had to brace and fucking win it like the phone Lost a hundred pounds and came back with like 30 hoes Stop dreaming as a child in my fantasies in the flesh Been living like way too reckless Ain't really afraid of death in the I of the storm, I'm standing here by myself Been sprinting since the beginning Not a minute to catch my breath A funny thing about kings None of them rule forever Niggas can abdicate they thrones I can take them, it's whatever Young, arrogant nigga And I don't care who I offend Fuck they hierarchy, nigga Let's be top, top of the pyramid Bitch, please don't take us serious Right us off Y'all gonna be the niggas who passed on investing in, in Microsoft. Microsoft I'm a motherfucking warrior A monster and a scholar Ready to squash the earth Bow by the motherfucking dollar I'm a problem And I still ain't found the answer I've been on my shit Let homie were walking around in them pampers And they knew it Yeah, they said it My like baby, eat your lady Shoot that yacht like Judd Dredd I've been taking it Cross they line since I was me And pee out that mega butt Roll it up in Nick and butt Padre wanna send his son Caught it flow nothing short of me Four feet in y'all angel dust COD Decatur, boy I'm back with a vengeance Unsigned assassin's apprentice Bitch, I said fuck happy endings did you at the, the beginning? beginning. Yeah! yeah! And we gonna come back in straight like that, man. Yeah, shit. We need gonna talk about the live video. That shit speak for itself. Online, we talking about shit, man. I turned up on that bit. P, how you feel about that track? Yeah, that, uh, that's one of my favorite tracks, man. Uh, especially on, yeah, on this tape. Um, the energy in it is, is just stupid. And everybody can identify whether you are on the male or the female side or the non-binary side. You done done something to where you didn't got yourself in shape, whether that's lose a hundred pounds. But you, everybody want hoes, man. Don't nobody want to be holes. Don't nobody want to be Kevin Durant. Everybody want hoes. Everybody. So that should be, yeah. And on that yeah. note, man, we just gonna float straight into a motherfucking. I like crisscross a lot, y'all. Chop session, um, workout journey, man. That that song is a celebration of a lifelong journey to somewhere I decided I would be when I was eighteen, and I told myself it didn't matter how long it took to get there. And in that process of, at the time, I was like three thirty seven. And my goal is 225. So that's about 112 pounds that need to be lost. In the process of getting there and being at a place where I stayed there, 
I had to lose like 300 pounds because I kept putting back on weight. I'd get injured. I'd start hooping because I was feeling great and athletic. So I'd fucking sprain my ankle and not be able to run and be eating like a nigga who was running five, seven miles a day. So I went through a lot of crazy shit to get to the place I'm at now. And I have to deliberately put on weight in the wintertime to stay warm. <laughs> I'm floating around 220 right now eating like a whole pack of cookies a day and shit. <laughs> And I'm about to stop that nonsense and and go into my vegetarian month in February and uh, get back on my meditation cycle and shit going into the spring. And I'm going to end up back around like 205 if I don't eat crazy enough. And I feel like I'm in a great because I ain't worked out in like two years. I'm just in a crazy place as far as my health, the sleep and everything like that. So I toss it to you. for a status place on your workout journey and feel free to feel free to speak on me and where i'm at in mine because you've kind of been a fly on the wall for the different points and the different parts of the journey to get to this point yeah um currently man i feel i've been going i started a new workout plan last week and did four of my five workouts last week been eating a whole lot better, like clean, really clean food, uh, just eating meat, veggies, fruit, seeds, and um, and nuts and drinking water. No, in the end, though. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, added in rice and beans hey, after 30 eat days. Eating nuts and seed. <laughs> and, uh... And potatoes. <laughs> I'm in the clouds. What you want, man? Oh, uh, and then yeah, hitting this, hitting that gym is it's different, man. Once you once you get over thirty, nigga, that gym hit different. But hey, <laughs> after, after, after work, four days, three day, three of the days last week, I went after, which never happens. Like I was like, I got to hit this gym. And I went that bitch at like seven, eight at night, which I don't do. Like I'm much better when I'm getting up in the morning and doing that shit. <laughs> so um, with your fitness journey, man, it's been interesting because, yeah, I've known several different days physically. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like when I like I mentioned 2004 and then in 2010, it was completely different. And so like 2000, we'll go 2014. It's, it was completely fucking different. And then once I moved back to the A in 2016, it was different. Like, I think that was the smallest I'd ever seen. That's yeah. In 2016, when I moved back, like, that's when you had just started your, uh, your dread, not just started your dread journey, but, like, your joints had just started. To, they had locked, they had been locked for, like, a few months or so, like, maybe five, five to eight months. They, they had actually, I, I had them twisted. They had just locked. You feel me? It was like, yeah, I know what you said. Yeah. And you was wearing a pair of pants that I gave you. So I knew you were small. <laughs> like I at one point I wore them pants. And at my heaviest, I was 185 pounds. So I know I, I know them motherfuckers had to be like I you think y'all understand how crazy that it is. My nigga, when we met, he was a cornerback and I was an offensive lineman. So for me to be able to wear his pants, not his belt. But his pants, thighs, legs, all that shit fit in the pants. That's ridiculous. That's a different level of fitness. You understand me? Because that ain't just like, go get a fucking tummy tuck. You feel what I'm saying? Your body has to proportionally change. That's a journey. You feel me? That's 100 pounds, 100 hole. 
And the funny thing about it is that shit, like, the reason why that song is named 100 Pounds, 100 Holes, if you listen to the song, it go 30, 30, 30. And then when I rap the bars, I, I reference 10 different women who impacted me differently. But, like, I'm very deliberate at how I break down the math and shit. But um, the thing about it is I met the woman I thought I would spend the rest of my life with when I was, like, 290. You feel what I'm saying? Started day when I was, like, 275. And some of the baddest women I've ever fought with. I was over 300. So none of this shit has ever affected how I approached my dating life. You feel what I'm saying? So the 100 pounds, 100 holes is not I lost 100 pounds and then women started treating me right. You feel what I'm saying? It's, it's the journey was a journey in both regards. And that's why the bars is what it is. You feel what I'm saying? Because like you said, every time you like touch back base in my life or made a transitional point in this journey with what we building, God damn, boy, he fresh up off a movie role. God damn, that nigga look like he just went to shoot Lawless with Shia LaBeouf. This nigga done lost like 40 pounds, put on 10 pounds of like, this nigga look like he been doing nothing but Dip ups, you know what I'm saying? Shoulders look different. You feel what I'm saying? Every time you see me, it look like I'm preparing for some different role. You feel what I'm saying? You came back one point. I came out there to Houston and I was bald. The next time you yeah. see me, I had dreads. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, who and what the fuck is this nigga on? You feel what I'm saying? The journey been a journey. Like, this time, five years ago, I was bald. Dead ass. I be on some different shit. You feel what I'm saying? And, you know, we be thinking about the crescendo because niggas love to go to where the peak in, but everybody love Friday because that bitch is the kickoff to the what? Weekend. Hey, you talking about it's a two friend. You talking about vacation countdown to V-Day. Drop that. <laughs> Packing for the trip of bags filled with fears Staring at her problems in a room with mirrors It go, get up off my dick or you might get killed It go, hop up on my dick and you might just live Ay, She walked across my line of sight and shit went black Wait, then I heard the and I bounce right back A high bounce like that Lord, you look like stress And an attitude of screaming Bitch, and I like mess I wanna open up a pocketbook Make big donations And fuck you with the power of the Zulu nation Excuse me, I'm out of pocket And a bit obscene I hope it came across though Just consume as you please You cannon motherfucking ball Into my location The game's so cold But it's all so gravy Got that colored Mercedes Cause you my baby Come over later Introduce to a couple of favorites Roll a couple of papers Couple of flavors Couple of stories About the days I laced up Tracy McGrady's And grew up in some houses With the blackest of babies In remote location Nigga keep trying to thug it out You don't want the issues Of a nigga from the dirty south Find out what that dirty about Drop them in your dirty mouth Fluff the pillars on your couch Basos and I'm ducking now Keep that bag of weed By the way you have a lovely house I love that little fitting How you feel it with ass Your head ain't big enough 
enough, I'm about to fill that with gas If the bag is all you got, don't you fill that with trash Vision big enough, will it to pass If I was the president, first of all, that shit would be easy Mistreating black women would be first degree treason I'd have to tell the women I got shit to do I got a whole world to conquer shit to get for you I'm in pursuit, and it's tailored to fit She like the cut of my jib, she like the smell of my cologne But can't pronounce what it is, she like the country is shit Not heavy cream and the grits, a quick message just to ask me how you make them again unsolicited news damn you naked again but hey i don't like that lighting will you take that again keep me at them text threads i am not for your friends girl i'm just here to dick you down and i might die for your sins keep it 99 there i go lying again i built a team of renegades now we run in the gym don't want to own it by myself i want to run it with them so when you see me grab the board bitch bring your ass to the rim thought this is the heat check bitch i made it again how many franchise players do it take to get wins a luxury tax is nothing in exchange for some ships we be planning this shit create advantages bitch i got all american talent at the end of the bench i'm good for the people i be making mannequins rich every day's a new beginning in a moment it end then you pick another record drop the needle and spin ain't none of my business who banana hammock it is i just hope you chose wise and he provides you with grins 98 cause there i go line again it ain't your question to ask See you prying again See you crying again And then you mine again Girl it just feel like this shit happened by design again Man I'm dying to live And I'm down to fly Bound the mountain conquer the world Shit I'm telling you why Peace And just like that, we right did that. Pete, you literally floated on that bit for like five minutes, bruh. You had a couple of freestyles that was that long, and that's the only one you put on the album. And it was special. Speak on it, cuz. Yeah, man. Um, nigga really wanted, like, it's, it'd be certain, certain tracks your ass connect with. And then certain tracks that inspire something, whatever they inspire you, just you you let you let the music, like you said, you walk lockstep. Don't push back on shit. Walk lockstep with it. Like let it take you where it's gonna take you. And so, like a lot of very very rarely will you hear your boy just rapid fire rapping rapidly rapidly rapping because like this is my vibe like i'm a slow talking let's talk some shit like niggas used to always talk to me in college like i was the cake and ass nigga because i was the cake and ass nigga in college and so with this being vacation with this being yeah, can I speak on vacation? It? My nigga, yeah, my nigga, my nigga, uh, not to put any salt in the current situation because I don't know if he done done some of these things for the current. I just, I, I just point to one specific thing he could never live down because the woman he did it for was extremely proud of it and would not let anybody not be aware of it. And she was extremely wonderful, great energy, well-beloved. So everybody knew her. Everybody kind of like popped up. Everybody was at that dorm because it was a nice dorm. So everybody seen this shit. I was like, where the fuck did it come from? Came from a left-handed lover boy, artist, fucking poet, 
fucking English major, but you'd have thought he was Picasso. Okay, that nigga drew that bitch a self-portrait cut. And when I tell you this nigga, we call this nigga P. Picasso. We call this nigga P. Pellucci. Anti, he wore a sweater. We call this nigga Langston Hughes. We started reading my Angelou poems at this nigga. This nigga P. could not live the lover boy shit down. And this what was crazy uh, about no. it. It was a, it was a like, we making fun of this nigga thing, but at the same time, because he was so loving and nice, you had to watch that nigga too, babe. Then nigga P, it was, it was a, it was probably like five niggas who was always in conversation where women would be chattering about how good the hugs they give are. And I ain't gonna put nobody else on blast, but I was one of those people and P was one of those people. So I never wanted P hugging my bitch. And I leave it at that and toss it back to this nigga. So while we had all the jokes, we didn't want to fuck around to this nigga fuck around to be giving all the strokes. <laughs> Speak on the lover boy. <laughs> Nah, man. Uh, the only niggas who was ever in danger of they lady getting they lady case getting smashed was a nigga who crossed me. And them niggas, okay, they might not know who they are. <laughs> they, but, but they got that, crossed. <laughs> them niggas, yeah. Every yeah. one of them. Yeah, they lady cakes got pressed. Um, and that was, yeah, that's that's the most disrespectful. I'm not relate. being disrespectful. That's the that's the hardest shit you can do to a nigga is smash his lady. Don't fight that nigga. Just smash his lady. <laughs> Give him oh, some. He really can't do dude. nothing back. Then now that's that inflicts a pain. <laughs> he can't shake that shit ever because it is. Yeah, that's history. But um, uh, the great book of future, super future Hendrix, chapter seventeen, verse two. Stop trying to fuck a nigga night up. You can fuck a nigga life up by trying to fuck a nigga wife a once. Nigga wife once. <laughs> <laughs> the great book of future. You know what I'm saying? Speak on it. Philosopher. <laughs> Philosopher. Hey, one bro, I tell you, this music, this shit for everything, bro. This music for everything. Everything, bro. Like, legit everything. You can fuck a nigga life up by trying to fuck a nigga wife once. I live that. Super few wrote that for your boy, and that was Bruh, before I. Can even, I speak on I that? hundred pounds, hundred holes, and some shit real quick. Go ahead to speak to the weekend, and I want you to speak on how you feel about it. Hey, y'all, uh, we only got two lyric videos left, and we're gonna be dropping them holes next week. Cause you know Valentine's Day right after that, we want y'all to have a whole ting ting, and then we'll drop the mixtape on two fourteen ting. But uh. This bitch, for the people who listening on the audio, go check that bitch out on YouTube. It dropped on Friday. This bitch is all underwater. Beautiful 4K footage, man. And it's set to different postcards to take you to these different destinations and these different locations. Because I feel like these bars really transport you to a different place. And I had a weird relationship with this song because I loved it and it was one of my favorites. And I listened to it so much that I had to take some time away from it. And the first time I had spent like two, three hours with it, because I listened to Vacation, not all the way through. I listened to one song for an hour, listened to another song for an hour, listened to another song. I, that, I'm a, it is what it is. Um, like, this is the first time I had spent like five hours with it and not just listened to it in the process of the album. And man, when I, did, when I was like, man, what I'm going to do with it? Damn. 
it took me right to the ocean, man. And I thought about the process and the progress of the videos. And I was like, that's, that's, that's the location. And then when I thought, put the lyrics on the footy, that's when the transitions came in. And I think about when I reference, uh, trying to fuck a nigga life up by trying to fuck a nigga life once, man, the destination and the place I'm at. I want to take the location talk to, we went fitness journey. I want to, uh, had it chop session, the bitches journey. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> Cause at, 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 at the inception of a lot of different points in this shit, I was the nigga in a relationship that I thought would be the last one. You feel what I'm saying? And yeah. I'm single than a motherfucker. And my last shit was so goddamn toxic. Like, I ain't dated since. Like, that shit jaded a nigga. Because I have a strong commitment to not take any shit from my passion into my next shit. And nigga, I had a situation where I dated somebody who I knew was perfect for me. And fucked it up in less than a month because I dated her too soon after another chick. And you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah. Promise myself I'd never do it again. And uh, yeah, I'm back to savagery. And now that the nigga back, it ain't like, oh, okay, I'm looking for a bitch to marry. I'm just back dating and shit. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm back <laughs> on my fuckery and as a young nigga, I wouldn't really fuck a nigga wife. <laughs> and uh, I'm still a young nigga at heart, but I ain't a young nigga no more. And I'm going to leave it at that. That's not a warning for you or nothing, but I'm saying like in my youth, like I had a lot of opportunities to fuck married women and I shied away from it for a lot of different more reasons and I've kind of resolved myself to it's not my job to respect your relationship it's your job too and I'm not gonna let other shit stand in the way of my happiness if it ain't got shit to do with me it ain't got shit to do with me bro and I have never feared rain I have simply always carried an umbrella and I know what type of life I live and I've always understood that certain things create different type of forecasts. And as I get ready to leave Atlanta, it's going to be some motherfucking smoke in the city. P? Yeah, man. Um. <laughs> you understand me? As I get ready to leave for a couple <laughs> years, I better put them holes up for the summer. That's all I'm going to say. I, uh... Yeah, I was on smashing niggas, niggas girlfriends, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't be worried about it because I don't be. Cha- I have never chased women, bro. I have only said yes and no in my entire, and I ain't even trying to boast like that. Why I don't never really talk no player shit, player shit in my music. I ain't got no game, none of it. I just be out and about and say yes or no. I couldn't tell you how to go get a bitch. Other than being me. Right. I ain't never did no cool shit. Ask any woman who's ever <laughs> dated me if I did. How y'all end up together? Oh, I seen them and this, that, and the other happened. And then I went and talked to them and such and such and such and such. And then boom, 
Like, I don't be... And it's not that I ain't working hard. I do the work after the meetup. <laughs> but I don't be like, shit. I dated a woman for two years that I met when I was asleep. My partner literally walked up and introduced her to me because he was talking to her. They was vibing. He was like, you know who You know who the fuck you are like? And who will probably like you? Come with me. Dead ass. She was feeling him. He was like, you know who the fuck you, you know who the fuck you are like and who would like you? This nigga. And I was sleep on the couch at a party. He came and woke me up from a drunk nap. Dated her for two years. I don't be chasing women, bro. Dope ass woman. Probably the most healthy relationship I've ever had. Only reason we didn't get married is because I was still in love with a different woman. <laughs> Once again, I went through enough dumb shit to commit to myself to never go back to dating at all, even on some fuckery, because I might need to be who I want to fuck with for real, for real. If I ain't got damn clean soul, spirit, and mind, I just be by myself, bro. I don't care if it take two, three years, nigga. Because I ain't never hurting for opportunity. So it's never like, oh man, if I wait too long, I might get back out there then. Nope. Nope, never been the case. Never something I'm gonna have to worry about. It seemed like you feel me, blessed. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't me. It just is what it is. And I ain't even boasting. I'm just speaking on it. You feel me? I'm really trying to speak on not boasting. You feel me? Yeah. And I was 285 and ball. I did not have trouble getting good energy from women. You feel what I'm saying? It is not being 215 with dreads. Like that is not what it is. It's uh, I feel like cats make it a lot. Like they make it harder than what they make it harder than what it is. It's not way harder. Like it's it's, it's not nearly as difficult as you make. Like if, if women not respond, we, to we got unreleased music that style on y'all nigga. What that nigga P said? Uh, oh, I think that my verse. I think we wrote that song together. I don't know. Uh, finessing the type of women who they blow dealers into see this type. They tell me to come over, smash. I show up and she blowing reefer. Then I serve the type of stroke that have a patiently waiting, but I don't ever spend the damage a good dick in conversation contemplating why these niggas spending change all on the hoes, wasting game all on the hoes, chasing fame all for the hoes. I just provide the curling they told. Yeah, I might lick it down for I beat it over. She done suck the dick and that shit, everything while I riding around with my speaker. Look, get drunk and fuck. Hey, and I swear he holds and love me. Black women forgive me, but he white girl just love me. She bubbly. YP cut that champagne in her wine glass. And ladies, if you ever get the pleasure, rain on me with your fine, with your man. fine ass. Here you talking about rain. Unreleased hits from the third. Here you talking about TH3R. <laughs> Talk your shit, Pete, cause we still talking about the Weekend Lear video, man. My nigga Pete took you on locations. He took you through emotions. He took you through destinations in his relationship journey. And I just spoke that my current plot point. But because I'm in the kamikaze tail spinning nonsense and tomfoolery and fuckery, I really want my brother to speak to y'all about being at a place that's way, 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 way more lovely. Speak on it. Nah, I'm just I've, it, it, I went through a lot of hell, man, to get to get to my piece, uh, and not, not even from the standpoint of no. the hell was women putting me no. through it, man. No. He, was, no. <laughs> he was me not understanding what the hell I wanted personally and what the hell I was doing. This shit got man, this like, bro, this shit hard. Like, it's not it's it's easier than what we make it, but it's also hard because you're trying to figure out. Like give people the energy that you 
that they want. And if you can't give them the energy that they want, just move on from that shit. And we all are onions, I personally, and it's a whole lot of layers to to you and who you are. And you're trying to figure this shit out about somebody else. So man, yeah, I just, I just, I wish niggas would put better energy out there. Uh, but on this location shit, man, I just told a story about um the art of the art of just having a conversation with a woman. And then the things that are important in that back and forth. And then I had to throw in there some sports references. Um, I hit you with some of the bars and you take me through the personification and then the alliteration of the art. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Packing for the trip, a bag filled with fears. Staring at our problems in the room with mirrors it go. Get up off my dick or your mind. No, no, no. No, 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 no. (laughs) Freeze. Freeze. I'm going to say that shit again. Packing for the trip with bags filled with fears. Staring at her problems in a room with mirrors. It go. Talk about it. Because that's location. This is location. And that's where we going to start. Packing for the trip. Bags filled with fears. Staring at her problems in a room with mirrors. And then talk to me about how you come in, how you address that frame of mind, how you address that location. But talk to me about that because you paint a hell of a fucking picture. Talk to me about that. Oh, yeah, man. Um, So every relationship or every interaction or whatever you want to call it is it's a trip like is. Like you're getting ready to go somewhere with somebody or like y'all have this place that y'all hope to get to or you don't even have a destination. You just, you know, a lot of motherfuckers would be like, all right. You don't women do. When we get there. And it's a church. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you talking. You don't have a destination. <laughs> Shit. And uh, my bad. No. Nah, and this <laughs> you, you you preparing for something that you really don't know what's on the other end of it. For real, for real. Um, and it was, you take that past, like you said, you take that, you were afraid or don't want to bring past baggage into your current or future situations. And it's, it's hard for other people to put down, or it's hard for anybody with the experiences that you have to put down the baggage that you have from your past and not bring it with you. And so when you're packing that bag and you're getting ready for a new relationship, you're thinking about the old shit that gives you hesitation or um, reservation before moving into something different. And then you get to you looking at your problems in a room with mirrors like we are all our biggest, our own biggest problem. And you got to figure out yourself so that you can be something for somebody else. But until you figure out what's going on with you, like that's, that's, the, that's where the, that's the accountability. And I call it the accountability mirror is that make it your problem. Cause if it's your problem, then you can fix that shit. If it's somebody else's problem, they, they, I mean, you can try to get somebody to fix that shit, but 
you got to fix your shit. <clears throat> you got to fix your shit first. So that's that's most of what that was about. Is that we all have these experiences from our past that causes hesitation in our relationships moving forward. And then when you get into those relationships um, and if there's any blame to be had, start with self and look in the mirror first before you move forward and, and, and project outward. So that's what those, that's kind of where those bars started. You know, you know, I'm a big fan of no yendo deep P AKA you remind me of my J double E P. But when I talk about that, I got to go to them R Kelly bars. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, 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 because as anybody will understand, even dating all the way back to slavery times, you don't want the problems of a nigga from the dirty cell. Drop them in your dirty mouth. You know, still a gentleman because I'm your grandma's favorite house guest. Fluff the pillows on your couch. Basos that I'm ducking down. Keep that bag of weed. By the way, you have a lovely house. Speak on it, Pete. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> and I know I flubbed it a little bit even while I read it, but I blame it on the Jack Daniels, Tennessee. Honey. And oh, I got tea. I forgot I had tea with honey. Where the fuck my tea at? It's tea in here. We all about drinks in here. Speak on that shit, Pete. Uh, 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 you don't want the problems of a nigga from the dirty south. Drop me your dirty mouth. Flood the pillows on your couch. Basos that I'm ducking now. Keep that bag of weed. By the way, damn, I was so deep in that pussy. I ain't even noticed. Look at the decor in this motherfucker. You got a lovely house. All right, bitch, I'm out. You feel me? That nigga feet bitter. You got to listen. I know I just went, but you go into it. But that's what I hear because I hear what I want to. When I'm walking around the Louvre and I see the statue of David and he got a tiny peck and I'm like, I got to get legendary enough to get a statue. So it's a statue of David with a tiny pecker and a statue of David with a melanated one. It is what it is. He wasn't melanated. You let history tell it that I am. So I'm not saying anything but the facts. That David and a melanated David. Make that bitch out of scrape sapphire. Uh, uh, uh. Talk your shit, man. These is raunchy bars. These is raunchy peas. These is... uh. Talk your shit, man. That's a bar, bro. You talking crazy shit, and I think people <laughs> let a lot of your bars sneak past them. Uh, yeah, man. It, I think the first one is self-explanatory. You don't want the problems from a, with a nigga from a dirt from the dirty side. Like they always say, stay clear of niggas from like Mississippi, Georgia, Alabama, like the niggas from the deep south, because they we be on some player shit, but. They're not wrong. But let these niggas know about the bars bar. Drop them in your daddy mouth. Not only will he teabag you, fuck nigga, but we gonna get up in your right. shit, get up in your grill. Fuck he right. You don't want the problem. You don't want problems with a nigga from the dirty south. But also, you don't want the problems of a nigga from the dirty south. My nigga serve a double entendre like he Jay Z over there. That's what I mean by nigga be letting your bar sneak past them, and I'm not gonna let you let them sneak past them. Talk about it. Yeah, some man. more. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I do your ass like when, <laughs> we gonna do your ass like when Martin did uh, Martin did a nigga um, 
Eddie Murphy, man. I'm gonna I'm up them nuts on your ass. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, this is niggas think shit be sweet, man. Like people think shit be sweet, and I am sweet Pete. But at the same time, it is a life of balance. It is, I'm a person of balance, and as sweet as I can be, and as nice as I can be, as polite as I can be. There's always a different side. There's always something else. And when you get into those moments of uh, intimacy, whether you a nigga crossing the line or whether you a lady who coming across the line, you you can get them dropped in your dirty mouth, man. Um, the intimacy, right? <laughs> but after yeah, after I leave, you know what I'm saying? I'm, like I said, I'm your grandma's favorite house guest. I'm gonna be your house guest. You know, I'm gonna treat your place. You invited me over. I'm gonna make sure it's real nice. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna leave you a little bag of weed, so you know, something to get something to get you high when I ain't there to do it for you. But yeah, that's uh, <laughs> succinctly that's that's what that's about. Being there, man. Shout out to my nigga P, and I appreciate you for sharing that art with us, man. The last thing I asked you because uh, you ain't really speak on it, yeah. Nah, fuck it, man. I don't care what you thought about the edit. That's for the fans, nigga. Fuck you, kid. <laughs> but yeah, man. You already know what it is. And right now, it's about Tiempo. Para. Dami. Lineas. Lineas. Dame algunos titulares. Esta semana en Dame Algunos Titulares estamos celebrando el arte. Tus confitrianes compatrian sus canciones favoritas en español. El arte es una de las mejores maneras de conectarse con Cualquier cosa en este mundo. Sin más, problema. Oh, escúchame. Sin más, preámbulos. Mi canción, Seones, favorita es Gasolina por Daddy Yankee, Papi Americano. Bish. See what's your favorite sheet? Oh, excuse me, I'm tripping. Uh, 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 hey, it's, 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 muy, it's, muy. Uh, uh, me <laughs> uh, uh, no, 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 si, 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 uh, 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 es muy, uh, como se dice, crazy. Uh, uh, ah, ah, cual es tu canción favorita, mi hermano? Cual es tu canción favorita? Mi canción favorita es Letra de Suerte por Shakira. 
Escribe por Shakira y sí. Suerte es una canción grabada por Shakira para su quinto álbum, Laundry Service, publicado el 13 de noviembre de 2001. Es la versión en español de su canción Whenever, Wherever. Suerte, suerte que en el sur hayas nacido y que verlemos las distancias. Suerte que es haberte conocido y por ti amar tierras extrañas. Yo puedo escalar los Andes solo por ir a cantar tus lanares. Contigo celebro y sufro todo y mis alegras y mis males. Ah, pero Con mucho gusto. Y yeah, eso es mi favorite. Esa. Baby, es mi yeah. Sí. Ya, 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 ya. That's how you laugh in Spanish. Because <laughs> there's no. Uh, uh, Tienes una canción tonta también. Tonta. Mi canción tonta es Cilantro el pero de American Dad. Cilantro el pero de Roger. El pero, el pero es mi corazón. El gato, el gato, el gato no es bueno. Cilantro es cantante. Cilantro es muy famoso. Cilantro, el hombre con queso, el diablo. El pero, el pero, nunca sin razón. El gato, el gato, el gato es obsceno. Cilantro es caliente. Cilantro es carnoso. Nunca sin razón. El gato, el gato, el gato es obsceno. Cilantro es caliente. Cilantro es carnoso. Mi favorita canción. Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> And then me, la milenios. Cabezas. Dame algunos titulares para give me some headlines. Hey, your boy, El Negro Mejor. He pop out with your Spanish nickname. Oh, El Negro Mejor, a.k.a. E. El Agua. Oh. That nigga don't know nothing about the Rippy. No, 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 no. I can do you a favor. <laughs> I can do you a favor. Ellie can even think of what he was in Spanish. He just said, uh, <laughs> uh, Pepe. <laughs> Es mejor Big Hombre Pepe. Oh, <laughs> ne, 
No, nunca. Okay. E, uh, 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 uh. I forgot what can I do your favor in Spanish was, but can I do you one in English? <laughs> you give me some headlines, man? Give you some motherfucking headlines, man. Your dog, uh, Champagne Poppy Chulo. Your boy, oh, Drake. <laughs> do your transitions. I'm trying to get good at them shits on these CODMD operations, cuz. COD Medical. Hey, you talking about that nigga Peace and Nunca. Your nigga, Champagne Poppy Chulo. Champagne Poppy Chulo. This story from Complex. That nigga, Champagne Poppy. Poppy Chulo quotes Pusha T lyric as captioned on video of him spending quality time with his son. That nigga swear he gonna turn the loss into a win. He don't give a fuck. That nigga <laughs> going straight from Poppy into uh 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 Weezy F baby. Lil Wayne thinks he needs a wife. I'm getting too wealthy. That oh wow. <laughs> Not the only thing I fear is God and weddings. Not not Weezy a baby in the episode of Marriage. But this the same crew that went from now mama I got some big lips and they ain't tripping. I love pussy but I ain't licking it to the pussy monster in 07. They they up for progress. I mean Jay-Z went from uh 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 Damn, I forgot the big pimping bars because I keep going to the my stamina be enough for Pamela Anderson Lee. And that ain't the bars I need. It's the one where he was talking all that I never get married shit. You know what I'm talking about? I'm running in my head. I forget what he say. I know what he say right after. I can't remember the bar. Fuck them, I thug them, love them, leave them, but I don't trust or need them. Take them out the hood, keep them looking good, but I don't fucking feed them. But I can't remember the bar right before it, and that's the one I need. Anyway, that nigga little Yachty Souza NFT seller for maliciously using his likeness to raise $6.5 million without his consent. Ooh. Yeah. And uh, Nick Cannon opens up about Eighth Child. And says people commenting on his parenting decisions definitely affects me. That's your menu. That's Nick tough. Cannon, Wheezy F, Champagne Papi Chulo, and Lil Boat. Yeah, man, I came with it this week, man. Most all of it is uh, about parenting, but I would love uh, or relationships. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. When sports, let's go. Air, let's go know. with Wheezy, man. Let's go with Wheezy. I'm interested to hear this shit. Okay, okay. Because this is somebody I've been like, I, I, he's been in my consciousness for longer than all those people. I've known Wayne since he was, since he was literally, I've known his music since he was 15 years old. So, yeah. And he this like, Mr. He like sucker pussy, fucker pussy, leave it there. Long hair don't even care, but now he care. Now he care. <laughs> Mr. Tatted money over bitch. Now he got so much money he need a bit. I need to figure out why. I need to understand. I'm glad you picked this story. And this is from Complex speaking about the man. Lil Wayne thinks he needs a wife. Quote, I'm getting too wealthy. Wheezy F baby. And the F is for find a wife. Lil Wayne decided to open up about his newly 35 million 20. Oh, excuse me. Lil Wayne decided to open up 
for his nearly 35 million Twitter followers about his desire to settle down and share where he's at in his love life. I need a wife. I need a wife, man. I'm getting too wealthy. Wheezy wrote on Sunday. Shut the fuck up. STFU is what he wrote. It's unclear who Wayne wants to shut up. And it's also unclear what prompted him to declare his need to settle down. But if it isn't the first time he's touched it on the topic of marriage, last April, Wayne had the world thinking he tied the knot when he wrote on Twitter, happiest man alive with the world's with the words, the Carters tagged along with two months later, he hopped on Instagram live with Nicki Minaj and explained he was in fact not married last April after Nicki revealed she accidentally congratulated him. The other day it was some, these bitches just talking about his tweets. That's the end of the story. Fuck you complex. Do better. Yeah. He wrote a long article about two tweets. <laughs> I thought that was going to be more than what it was. They got me. They got you too, though. They got us. We gave y'all some headlines, but they got us with their headline. Yeah. Cautionary tale, kids. Some of the articles is bullshit. And we're going to call it like it is. We shouted y'all out a bunch of times. Had y'all hit, we'd be loving on y'all right now, but that was shit. So y'all the governor right now. Go ahead, P. <laughs> um, I like to sit down and talk to Wayne. Wayne, uh, when you when you watch this episode, because we know you are you a loyal um listener to the show, we appreciate you for your support. Um continue continue support throughout these seasons. Um we wanna, yeah, come on the show, man. We'll interview you and we'll we wanna talk to you about where you are in your love journey and um where you plan to go with your love journey. And what you looking for in the wife, man? Um, I know I don't know if you with somebody or it sounds like you with somebody, and uh, that young lady is making you happy, um, and it's good for you for you to get to this place after so many years of not wanting to ever be in this place. And as somebody who hasn't got who is there but hasn't jumped the broom just yet man I, i'd like to hear your perspective um as we uh as artists we live this lifestyle uh and we are looking to i mean you you got a family and everything uh so i, I want to know why that is the next step for you um as a man who's building uh, an empire and and a family man so i i'd I love to hear more from you uh Dwayne Carter as a somebody who's been um a consumer of your art and somebody who is uh I'm definitely not a celebrity like I don't really give a fuck about celebrities like that. Like I hope they doing well and shit. <laughs> and I, I I I take whatever they give me as far as when it comes to, like I don't go seek them out and learn about like all these weird fun facts about them like nah they give me art i consume the art when i have time and shit because we have a lot of shit going on um so yeah with this being some real like life shit and it not being a part of the art this is a part of your actual um existence and and how you want to spend your time and your energy man I, i i would love to hear your perspective on it and uh yeah because I think, yeah, I think he's one of the greatest thinkers that we've that I that I've encountered, um, especially from an artist standpoint and as a person of 
his personal philosophy is one that I don't always agree with, but like would love to hear more about, um, especially on this topic, man. So I, I, I'll, I'll put it there and, and send it back to you. I think you spoke on it, man. And I ain't going to step on that, man. I'm going to just simply ask you if you could do me a favor, if you would, would you please tell me something good? Oh, man, you know exactly where we're going with this one this week. I, if I gave you three guesses, you'd probably get it in two. I probably would. Who you think, who, who you think we talking about today? Who you think we talking about today and telling you something good? Who would you like to hear something good about? Uh, you? It ain't exactly me, but close. Shout Thanks. out to our brother. Huh? Oh, I think thanks. <laughs> oh, thanks. yeah. Yesterday was that nigga birthday, though. My dog's birthday was yesterday. Yeah. Shout out to puppies everywhere, cuz. Shout out to the pups. Uh, shout out to our brother, man. Our dog. Um, Terrible tools. We've been, we've been, bro, we've been talking about this man for a lot, a good part of this year. Uh, this, like, not just this season, but in the back half of uh, season one, we talked about him a good bit and, like, his who? situation. And him, who that? Who? Odell Beckham Jr., baby. Come on, man. OBJ. Okay. OBJ. Okay. OBJ. OBJ has had to suffer through two inept organizations. The New York Giants, who ain't been shit. The Cleveland Browns who got rid of him to keep their current quarterback, Odell Beckham Jr. The Los Angeles Rams came and they said, man, look, we got a better home for you, my brother. Come here, man. Come here. He went to, he went to a team with the bet, like you said before, man. He went to the team with this year's best receiver in the league. He was going there to be the number three behind Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. Robert Woods goes down with an injury. Had not Odell Beckham Jr. showed up to the Los Angeles Rams, I stand on this. They are not in the Super Bowl. In the NFC Championship game, Cooper Cup goes for 11 catches, 142 yards, two touchdowns. His counterpart, how is Cooper Cup able to do this? Because on the other side of the field with 11 targets, 11 targets, nine catches, 113 yards was Odell Beckham Jr. The man that was left for dead by the Cleveland Browns, who didn't want him, who said he was a bad teammate. He had men on the Cleveland Browns. The team that he left that said he would, that the team, the management that said that he was a cancer and he was bad for their franchise quarterback, he had men on that team congratulating him. On making it to the Super Bowl, to the epitome, to the apex. And can I tell you what Sean McVay told him? Huh? Can I tell you what Sean McVay told him? Don't give me Teddy Boy. Teddy Boy. I need to tell Chris, I don't let you go. 
Mm. Young Moolah out. We had fun mm. over here. We just eating. Just having fun. We ain't, we just doing stuff. We don't even care about. We don't even care about. I look at my shit. Young buddy, we care. Reporting live here yo, College yo, yo. Hey, I need to go listen to that tape after this, dog. That's one of my favorite tapes. I can't believe I ain't listening. I ain't listened to Collie Grove in about a year. Ever that wasn't perfect, I, though. That nigga shot me face it. Let me we, tell you something. We, we up here doing shit. What do you care about? Tell that nigga, go let you go. We out here. <laughs> we eating. We, we having, having fun. fun. <laughs> <laughs> we, we doing shit. We don't even care about. Yeah, and them niggas in the Super Bowl. Is we had a first round draft pick since Obama. We doing shit we don't even care about. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) We had a first round pick since Obama, and in that time, we done got Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Matthew Stafford, and Odell Beckham Jr. We swap it out. Hold up. Don't shit on them but homeboy. Von Miller. Von Miller. Oh, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Mr. Sack Dance himself. Mr. Sack Master. What am I talking about? And the crazy thing about this game, bro. Super Super Bowl Bowl. MVP. I'm sleep. They headed to the Super Bowl and I'm sleeping on the MVP. This is what I can't figure out. How is they still finding a way to triple T Aaron Donald with Von Miller running around the fuck out there? Aaron Donald been getting whacked. They don't put the hit out on that nigga this playoffs. They say, you not shining, if anything. Bruh, this nigga Jimmy G threw an interception from his neck rather than let this man record one sack for the game. He <laughs> threw the game away instead of go fourth and 25 Aaron Donald with a sack in the fourth quarter. This shit was wild. It was bananas. So, man. I'm happy for the whole team. I can't wait to see the, the whole outfits. Team. The whole week. The whole team. Like, the OBJ is, well, I don't hate nobody and Von the Miller finna have Aaron Donald wearing crazy shit in Vegas, dog. You know how wild yeah. them niggas finna be dressing? It's in L.A. or Vegas. I think it's in Vegas, it's in right? They, they, it's they, in they, L.A.? They stay at home. They, they put the Tom home. Brady? Oh, they get my God. at home. Odell went to the home he always wanted to be his home with the shout out from the king. Man, free OBJ with the thing that was his linchpin is stories about him not saying a word. That was him being a problem. He didn't come in and he don't say shit. He just come to work and leave. That's a problem now. (laughs) And then (laughs) his father, his father, not him, his father released game tape. And it's a repost of somebody else posting it. And that get him released. You can't make this a stain on his Hall of Fame. You can't make this some off the field bullshit that got him free. And it took him three, four years. But man, he got out of New York to exactly where he want to be. And in less than three months, he in the Super Bowl. Caught the first touchdown for the team in the playoffs. Got his first 100 yard game since like two years ago. 2019. Week six. Bro, three years ago. 2019 was the last time OBJ. That's a crazy thing to say. OBJ hasn't had a 100 yard game since 2019. Man. And I I, I really believe. And And the most special thing is that I need y'all to realize that. People try to make this man a cancer, and it's obvious Cooper Cup not only fuck with bro, 
but he understand that man value because it wasn't one motherfucking play that OBJ made that wasn't followed up by a big ass Cooper Cup play. And it's because once OBJ got off, they couldn't roll coverage to Cooper no more. They had to play him straight up. And that boy, a dog. And like like what P said, when Woods went down without my nigga OBJ, they out there taking your strength away from you in the playoffs, in the biggest moment. Shanahan and them boys figure out how to take your strength away from you. But when your counterpunch is a nigga who go by his initials, you think one name people bad motherfuckers, a nigga who known... <laughs> Worldwide by his initial, god damn, you understand me? Like them boys on. I, I, hey, Joey, be a bad motherfucker, man. You done told me something yeah, good, yeah. and I hate to put some doom on him. How you feel about the chippity pill? They might fuck around his CBS outro. Hate either one of these teams, man. I hate. I hate that I don't hate the one of the teams, bro. I love Joey B. Love this will go to a Chase. party Super Bowl. Like this, I, I'm going to a party, and I just I'm hoping for. I don't want to see either one of these teams lose. I hope this game, like I don't even know what I want to happen, bro. I I, I really want hey, OBJ to get this guy. Like, to I, I, I know what I want to happen, but I don't want to see my guy Joey B lose because that boy got some stones on him, man. And he told them like he's like, bro, I played in Death Valley. Like you talking about crowd noise? Fuck a arrowhead. I played in Death Valley. I know crowd noise. I went and played in Alabama. I know crowd noise. I played the win yeah, games. 90,000. Yeah. I like, we know. Yeah. Like, y'all got 70. SEC championship, nigga. We right. played. <laughs> we've been playing the yeah. NFL arenas, man. Y'all knew to right. this. <laughs> y'all we played for people who spent their whole month check on their season tickets. Like, these NFL <laughs> fans don't give a fuck like they give a fuck. Understand that Bruh. season is their year. Fuck you mean. <laughs> Man. Niggas work all summer for the winter in Alabama, and we had to go in there and beat these niggas. Talk about hate. Talk about loudness. <laughs> that nigga Joey done been through it, and he done he done been through it and got smacked up. And then he figured out a way to go through it and dominate. That's the thing. People have been waiting for his his crescendo to tail off, and it has just been a steady climb. That boy not going nowhere, man. That boy not going nowhere. Look at his last three years. He won a national championship. He tore. He looked like Deshaun Watson without the massages. <laughs> you see how he amazing high rookie high season. Yes, First man. five games, you like, oh shit, goddamn! And then he yeah. blow his ACL, and then he come yeah. back the next year. You like, oh shit, look year. at this fool. The next year, he just and the Texans a horrible franchise. How is he doing this with that team? And until they start stripping all his weapons away, he was getting them boys damn near in the playoffs and shit. But Joey B doing something special, though. He on another level. His first healthy season, he got them boys in the Super Bowl. That's some scary shit. That's scary. Carson Palmer couldn't win a playoff game in a decade. His first healthy season, he got them niggas in the Super Bowl. (laughs) After he won the first game, they asked him how big of an accomplishment it was. He said, hopefully, by the end of this year, they look at it like an expectation to win one playoff game. And he finished that off because he ain't done, but he finished that off by going to the fucking Super Bowl. He said that and then went and won two more of them bitches. That's some talk your shit if you're going to walk it. 
Talk that shit. They asked the nigga, man, is them real diamonds? And then niggas mad because he said, man, I make enough money. Like, yeah, it's real. But it's like, don't question his character for pointing out that he make a lot of money. If you're not going to question the common sense of a reporter to ask a millionaire if diamonds are authentic, fuck y'all for hating on his answer. You know what I'm saying? Man, everybody looking for something to hate on because they ain't got that money to buy themselves no diamonds, man. They they can't hate on Joy Burrow. They can't hate on our dog OBJ. They can't hate on our dog Von They still Miller. mad at LeBron after he lost that championship. He said, man, when I go home, look at what my life going to be like and look at y'all's. Make all the jokes <laughs> you want to. I don't need to Bro, make jokes shit, about that's people. That's top tier. That's top Bro. tier shit talking. When I go home tonight, like look at the woman and look and look at what and look at what Savannah been putting out, bro. Like look at the pictures and stuff you see of Savannah. Look at the let alone kids. Let alone the goddamn three babies she done gave him. (laughs) Right. Been down since the jump head time back. Like he told you the truth. Like, look at what my life is gonna be like when I go home. You like, not only am I gonna dominate y'all laugh for 20 years, the kid from Akron went and got the woman from Akron. Here you talking about, and we built another generation that's gonna dominate y'all laugh for another 20 years. Straight from Akron, here you talking about the seed that took over the world on you, fuck niggas. And the funny thing about it is I'm still barraging MJ fans with this LeBron greatness, and they don't know what to do with year <laughs> 19, him winning a scoring title. They trying to find a way for it to not invalidate all that bitching about Jordan being special for doing it 10 times because LeBron fans have always said if he felt like it, he could lead the league in scoring. He did it in year 20. What the fuck they going to say? <laughs> In year 20. He couldn't have did it in year 10. That's what you niggas believe. <laughs> he did it in year 20. Shut the fuck up. He was too busy being depoy, leading the team in assists, rebounds, and goddamn steals. Y'all can suck off and guard the other team best player. He didn't have a Scottie Pippen. You can talk about all his number twos. Tell me about all the championships they won without him. Tell me about all the championships Jordan won without Pippen, though. Tell me about the playoff series he won without Pippen. You can't. Or without Phil Jackson. Nigga played 14 seasons and they only talk about six. Not I said the cat. That's bad math. (laughs) You feel me? We need to do the countdown because I'm about to say something slanderous. Can I keep it honest? As a Laker fan, people try to bring somebody else into the conversation and it ain't foul. Because you have to hate on the other nigga to have this conversation and rest in peace to the God. But we know who to go there. Square business. Square business. We know who he is. He ain't done. When he get to six, they really gonna lose their shit. Oh, he not done. Hell no. At all. Hell no. That boy got you know some what time. Right back. Because even if we forget, 
We still on our shit. We here, give me some headlines. Gonna echo this every episode. You better believe that we feel like where there's understanding, love, inspiration, or what you seek, it is oftentimes better to give than it is to receive. Peace that I don't be making noises.